Okay, and welcome everyone to the Midnight Bells. Tonight, I am Sadie. I'm Sarah. And Jessica. And I was telling... <laughs> wow, sound, that was really enthusiastic. sounds so depressed. <laughs> I wish you guys were more enthusiastic because I have a really good episode. We're I wasn't so expecting it to be good. Is it going to be as awesome as Jessica's unicorn pajamas? Maybe. Probably not. I think it'll be pretty interesting. Have you seen these, though? All right. Well, now that we've had that really great intro about the unicorn pajamas and everything. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about. Okay, Did you say so what we were talking my about? hint is a fox emoji. Um, the um, wild hunt. Nine tails. Kitsune. There we go. You oh. guys both kind of got it. Now, so much Nine tails is you. a Pokemon. It is. My episode is about the Pokemon. No, I'm just kidding. So I thought that this topic was good. I didn't actually originally set out to research this topic. Oh, I was looking for something else. Wait, what is it called? Kitsune. Kitsune. Yeah. So I thought this was going to be kitsune. really boring. A kitsune. You want to know where I know, like, learned about Kitsune? Where? Uh, it's really fucking stupid. What? I read the Vampire Diaries books. Oh, my God. And nothing like the show, first of all. Yeah. Fans of that show. Books totally different. Klaus was that killed super easily. Um, you can't you can't do spoilers. Spoiler, here. it's been out since the nineties. Um, so, and then they went to some weird afterworld thing, and there was kitsunes, and I think you can. Oh, I'm not going to say anything about them. Yeah, well, I, I might. I don't know, know how much research that author did. I don't know how much they did, but I know a way to kill them. I don't know anything about how to cut. Well, I do, I do, I do. So, I wasn't originally going to research this topic. I was going to research something else, and I just happened to run across this. Only? No. Um, it doesn't really matter what I was going to research. I don't even remember. But the, I got into this topic, and it's actually a lot more interesting than I originally assumed. I kind of just took it for granted, because everybody knows Naruto and all that stuff. Um, oh. I do not. He's a, that's a kitsune yeah, I just watched the um, Naruto. God, you're nerd. I don't watch that show. I don't know. I've never actually seen the show, but I read no, it's it. it's like Demon read... Fox. Yeah. So I kind of just, I guess I mistakenly assumed that I kind of like osmosis a bunch of information about it. But there's actually a lot of crap I didn't know. Like how to kill them. Uh, I can tell you guys, I've read The Vampire Diaries. Instead of talking about The Vampire Diaries, let's dive right in. So the Kitsune. We already know it's a it's a fox kind of demon, but demon isn't the right word. It, it's kind of like a yokai, which we've already spirit. talked about. Yeah, it's like a spirit. Um, but they, it's, it's naughty. It is. Well, some of them are, not all of them. They're tricksters. Let's let the Sadie. information okay, let's go let Sadie do it. <laughs> Sadie, this is how I feel what when you you're know? always like, oh, I know all What of do you know is. about them? Um, there's two of them, and they guard, like, a little portal realm and how to kill them, which I won't say. Okay, that's very specific. Um, but I bet a lot of weeaboos are going to listen to this episode. Maybe. We'll see if we can What up, weeaboos? Check out our Instagram at The Midnight Bells. They know it all from anime. Um, I don't want you weeaboo trash up Jessica? here. Well, okay, so I watched a lot of anime, so that's why I was kind of, like... I kind of just assumed I'm a weep. Hold uh, up. Wait a minute. I'm allowed Get to wake out of my weeps. <laughs> so I watch a lot of anime, so I was kind of surprised at how little I've... Like, I don't know. They mention it so much, but you don't the really get anything. The fact that we found two things 
If that city does not know in this month. Uh, I'm just making a noise. Oh. <laughs> We've done it, guys. We found things that Sadie do, does not know everything about it. Well, it's my topic. We, did. we so can end this episode uh, we, or this whole entire podcast. I don't think you guys know any of what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, no, I for sure don't. I just said all the, that you need to know and about There you go. I was just kind of surprised because for everything that I've heard about these little things, I've never actually... I don't know. They're so common. I kind of just ignored them. You know what I mean? It's kind of like fairies. Like if you don't know about, if you don't really look into fairies, you're just like, yeah, they're little people that yeah. float around. Everyone's heard of fairies. We, we know now there's so much stuff about fairies that we've never known, mm-hmm. like water horses and all this crazy stuff. Oh, I forgot it all though. I'm glad that you are a constant renewing source of wonder. If Jessica's ever amazed by something, like a fact, it's just because she forgot it. She forgot. You Sorry. never have to My learn new facts. 100th episode is going to be the nuclear <laughs> She's going to be like, wow. Which is one that I did. I know. I know. I the point. That. I know. We got these little fox thingies, but they aren't really like. So if you delve into it, and we'll go into the, like the origin of this in a little bit, but these foxes. Um, they are possessed paranormal activities and they're shapeshifters. Their main their main trademark is shapeshifting, and that's the thing that most people know about them. If you've heard of them or if you've ever watched anything that has a kitten in them, but they, they have fox faces when they're humans. Kind of, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. So um, we'll get into that. But the, they can't hide who they truly are. Somewhat, Sarah. You just gonna? I don't do this when I know about your topics. Okay. I don't keep I'll saying good. things. I'll be good. Sarah, stop being so fucking smug. <laughs> just so proud of myself. No, you gotta so be proud of something, I guess. <laughs> wow. We'll get a little bit further into it later, but they're not. They weren't originally really foxes. They were more like a weasel thing. Okay. A little like weaselly being i forget what the term for that type of animal is but not necessarily what we would recognize as a fox but they turned into foxes ferret um more like a weasel which is a little different so the belief is that all the foxes can turn into humans that's their second form and they can turn into other things too but humans is one of their favorite things to be the more tails that a kitsune has the more powerful they are and they can have up to nine tails nine tails is the most powerful whoa so nine tails was based around a real yes yes it's not just an it's not real just a naruto thing creature yeah nine tails was the the most like epic one i guess the most powerful wait does it have nine tails in naruto yeah that was him that was Naruto, I think. I don't know anything about I, that when show. When I say Ninetales, I'm talking about the Pokemon. Oh, yeah, no, that Pokemon was based on Ninetales, the Ninetales fox. Um, Lucky. And then I think, what does it evolve from? A Vulpix or something? Yeah. So that one is just a little cute fox thing. That has no real significance. Yeah, and doesn't, don't they change into multiple? Don't get no, me into Pokemon. Of, I'm thinking of like Vaporeon. That's Eevee. Eevee. Yeah, Vulpix yeah. is different. They do all evolve, Jessica. I they know, do. but there's certain ones that Eevee has multiple. Eevee things. has multiple they can evolve into. Vulpix yeah. is just Nine Tails, I believe. Okay. 
So um, eventually later on, we'll get into this too, they started to be seen as untrustworthy goblins. So they went from kind of being like gods to goblins. And that was when things were getting very superstitious about 1600s. Um, Cats and badgers were also seen as kind of suspicious animals that were uh, associated with witchcraft pretty much not not really the witchcraft that we see in western history but more of like you know magic so originally it came from china and the origins of kisune is very complicated uh it originated in china and then it came over to japan it got very enmeshed with a bunch of other stuff it's pretty complicated there's a lot of weird tangled pieces about and it's kind of hard to figure out like there's no linear history to it. It was all like word of mouth and stuff. And it's a very present legend in Japan. And even to today, it influences certain phrases and like certain rural areas too. They still, it's only been recently that people have kind of let go of certain kitsune things. And we'll get into that. So they have like the arches and it's like, you have to be careful with them. Shut up. Uh, well, you just said it only recently. I was like, isn't that something that's like they're like super superstitious about? Well, that's just a Tory gate. Okay. So then I don't know what I'm talking about. Calm down. <laughs> you're you're disorganizing the flow. It's not feng shui. It's not feng shui. Actually, that comes out later, too. Oh, God damn. I just what, ruined the whole shui? episode. Yeah. Oh. Not necessarily feng shui, but whatever the Japanese equivalent is kind of where they do kind of base. The feng shui was Japanese. No, it's Chinese. Chinese. Don't be racist. Jessica is coming from a place of ignorance. She truly does not know. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Jessica's not rude. She just doesn't know. So I'll tell you a little story. So this is a, this is like a prototypical like story that happened about a kitsune, and it's one of the earlier ones, the most ancient. Ono spent the seasons longing for his ideal of the female beauty. He met her one evening on a vast moor and married her. Simultaneously with the birth of their son, Ono's dog had a puppy, and as it grew up, it became more and more hostile to the lady. She begged her husband to kill it, but he refused. At last, one day, the dog attacked her so furiously that she lost courage, resumed her fox shape, leaped over a fence, and fled. You may be a fox, Ono called after her, but you are the mother of my son, and I will always love you. Come back when you please. You will always be welcome. So every evening, she stole back and slept in his arms. As a fox? Well, I don't know. That doesn't really get explained. Does that count as bestiality? Yes. If you accidentally... (laughs) unknowingly sleep with a animal who has shapeshift into a human. We're going to have some furries listening to this one, too. Oh, probably. This kind of... I'm sure there's a lot of crossover between the weeaboos and furry. This story is kind of... Probably, yeah. This story kind of, like, has a couple of the big, like, things that are to be believed about the foxes in which a lot of times the shape that they will assume is of a woman so you have to be wary of women being alone at night meeting them is it always a woman fox no girl fox they're i don't really know foxes don't have genders non-gendered i don't think they really care but they look like ladies of the night Apparent, okay. no, not just ladies of the night. Literally, they ladies can look like a really attractive lady. Ladies who hang out at night. No, they Call just girls? look like ladies. Prostitutes. Just, no, 
They oh. literally don't look like prostitutes. They just look like what trans women. What, you what does a prostitute that? look like? In Japan, they looked very, they have a very distinctive look. They do? Yeah. Courtesans, they have very specific ways of dressing. They literally. Oh, you mean in the they olden tie days? Their, yeah, this is all olden times. Okay, because I was like, what do they look like today? Yeah, what about today? They would tie their kimono, their obis in the front. That's how you knew um, who a prostitute was, or well, a courtesan. There's there's different levels of it too. What about a geisha? They're not prostitutes. I know. Where would they tie and escort? They're in the back, right? They're not. Yeah, not really. They're artists. There's <laughs> no. But we're not getting into geisha because we don't have an. There's that's a whole another topic okay. that's not really supernatural, and you you really can't disrespect them because it's pretty high. It's pretty honored art, art form, anyways. What do they do? They're artists. <laughs> we're not talking about geisha. They, they play music and they okay. they do Poor a lot tea. of stuff. Oh, they do like a tea ceremony. Type they do thing? a bunch of stuff. They're literally some of the most skilled artists and crafts people they're like debutantes yeah yeah so anyways there's two types of kitsune there's zenko which are good foxes and they are more like the benevolent fox gods then there's yako which is field foxes and they are mischievous or malicious the tales those are the ones that were in the vampire diaries wow i'm glad we're using the vampire diaries as our primary source here (laughs) what was the person's name lj smith they got kicked off their own series and they brought in a Why? ghost writer. Why? Because they were, they so, were so shitty. <laughs> I love that, though. Okay. So, the tails. They grow their tails after 100 years of being alive. Um, that's a long time so for a fox tailless? to live. No, they Ever? have a tail, but they, they oh, grow the more tails. Once they hit nine tails, they have omniscience, which is they can, so they have, they can see everything, they can hear everything, and they have infinite knowledge or wisdom. Is it 100 years per tail? That I'm not sure, but I think they start growing after 100 and they slowly maybe grow because it takes a while to get up to nine. Yeah. Like 900 years? I don't know. So they're like the three-eyed raven? What is that? from Game of Thrones. Wow, wow. <laughs> he can, he's... It's the same thing. You can see everything in the past. Present and Everything future. in the present. No, he doesn't see into the future. He saw a future, though. There was a whole scene where he saw the dragon riding over uh, the city, the Red Keep. That was a uh, flash into the future. Come listen to our other podcast where we discuss Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's pretty it's much called every the Midnight episode. Thrones. Um, I would listen to that podcast. We should start doing that. Yeah. But that does sound like Kitsune. They can see and hear everything. George R. R. Martin just basically took a history book and some folklore books, opened them up, was like this and this, changed a few names, and was like. This is my story. You yeah. can't even say that because you haven't even read the books. Well, I, I watched say the series. This this kind of thing, like the folklore is universal. Usually, like there's always going to be different versions of stuff in different countries. It's literally every story, though. Lord of the Rings is the same thing. It's about but elves and Kitsune are pretty unique. I think. I think Kitsune have such a wide. I wasn't expecting them to have this deep of like a thing going on. They're pretty unique in my opinion. They're very like well talked about. But they're not shown a lot in modern day uh, Yeah, they just get the goofy like series and TV shows. Except for the Vampire Diaries. And anime stuff. 
And it's, there's a lot like, of... It's literally a fox. Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to show that seriously? There's a lot of, like... Um, if you can do fucking Teen Wolf, I think you can do a Kitsune version. Well, it's also a Japanese concept, so it's more common in anime and manga. If you're familiar with that, yeah. you'll see it a lot more, because they are... There is a lot of, like, foxes in that. I know, but, I mean, given the BS you see on... I don't know if Hollywood... I want Hollywood to handle that. You know what I mean? I don't know if I, that would be like asking, like Hollywood couldn't handle the Banshee. Let's be real. I was just going to say, Guys, I want a Banshee movie. What are you talking about? We have our Banshee movie and the I works. wrote the script for it. We're working on it. Anyways. So after 50 to 100 years, that's when they start to shape shift. Um, but a lot of times the belief is that they'd put like a leaf or a skull on their head to shape shift and they can duplicate they can either be someone that already exists or they can be a whole new person, like a new random person. Um, and the thing about the shapeshifting is that it's kind of believed that a lot of times they're not literally being a person. They just have such a heavy magic that that's what everybody thinks they're seeing. And sometimes other people can see right through it. And we'll talk about that a little bit too. But after a thousand years, they turn white or gold and they become a tenko, which means heavenly fox. And they ascend to heaven where they become like super powerful. Now, can they be that without the nine tails? What, like white or a tenko? Yeah. I think by that point they already have their nine so tails. So if that takes a thousand years, uh-huh. then my guess of each tail taking a hundred years is correct. Probably pretty close, yeah. Oh, I'm so good at this. Yes, you got it. It's you got only the nine tails. Yeah. After a thousand years, that's when they become the heavenly thing, but... They'll already have nine tails. Yeah, so... It only takes 900 years. Yeah, to get to nine tails. I don't care about this math. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> we need to solve this. So... When they turn into generally women, but they do turn into like men or young young boys and girls occasionally. Um, and there's a little story about one that play that took the form of a little boy so he could play with another little boy. Um, fox faced is usually it's a it's a term that kind of means like and it's attractive. But it's, it's in that, like, very, like, fox-looking way where their eyes are close together, um, high like cheekbones. The narrow, like... Yeah, yeah. And usually the people that they turn into kind of have these features. But sometimes you can look at their shadow and it's still the shadow of a fox or their reflection in water or a mirror. You could say they're foxy. Yeah. Well, they're generally thought to be really attractive. There's no stories about an so ugly like kitchen. Said- and sometimes they can't get rid of their tail. Their tail is the hardest part for them to hide. And that's, even if they can hide most of them, sometimes it's hard to hide one. You can focus, if you are a devout or religious person, it, in terms of Japan. So if you're a priest, you can usually see, um, if you focus really hard, you can see the tail better than people who are just regular. Or if the fox gets drunk or sees a dog, which they fear and hate really bad. So they'll get flustered and then the tail will kind of slip out. Fox and the hound. Yeah. Hmm. They're kind of not to be mistaken with furries who wear tails. Like the people that just walk around with big tails. I don't know. The artistry is interesting, I guess. They put a lot of money into these. The, The big costumes, if I saw somebody walk around in that... My first instinct sometimes is not furry. I just think they're like cosplay. 
her a mascot and I'm like oh cool but the ones that just bare minimum they got like a tail the and tail ears. I'm like do fucking better. Yeah. You know, there's I people who you. are spending thousands of dollars on these giant fursuits and, like, tons of hours. You could at least... If you're going to be weird and dress up as an animal and, like, sexual reasoning behind it... Sexual. At it's least, not always sexual, I will well, say. I feel like most of it. It probably oftentimes can be. Often, but not all the time. Also, I'm afraid of mascots, so I'm afraid of furries. So when I see them coming towards me, I run. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't you like them. You know it's a terrifying mascot? The Tampa Bay Rays. Raymond. I don't know what he's supposed to be. Raymond the lightning bug, yeah. Or, no, he's not a lightning bug. He's just a thing. He's he just looks like, like a fluffy blue thing. Yeah. You know, he's gray, and he's wearing Rays oh, clothes. He's like a DJ Kitty oh, is superior. Um, that's the other Rays mascot. DJ Kitty looks like Tom like, with a baseball hat. randomly just have, like, cheerleaders and the mascot come to my work sometimes. DJ Kitty? No, no, no. The other one. The gray thing. And, um, and I'm like, yeah, come take pictures. I'm like, who wants to take pictures with a bunch of cheerleaders? Every guy who wants yeah, to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you're going to send this to your wife? Yeah. <laughs> just, I just don't get it, I guess. I don't get the appeal of cheerleaders. I'm just like, it's literally just like shaking your ass for the team. Yeah. To, to raise morale. Yeah, yeah. Put some men on that team. Um, anyways, there are we have some male cheerleaders. They're nowhere near as scantily like a clad. Team of them. Get oh, no, the male men. cheerleaders are in like pants. They're yeah, not in shorts. they're in like a whole outfit. I will say, like, I remember when we played softball. Like one of the fun parts of being in dugout and like screaming out the cheers, but yeah, we were like dancing around. And the men don't like shake their ass for the team. Not fair. Some of them might be motivated by that. It isn't fair. So, anyways, go back we to Kitsune, so which we are real off track. So, a Kitsune Mochi is someone who is considered a fox user or a fox witch, pretty much. So, there are two types of witch. Mochi? Yeah, Kitsune Mochi. Kitsune Mochi, there's two types of witch there's snake and fox employers. Uh, so we're not going to talk about the snake witches because that's not this episode. Get these foxes some jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, that well, it's not employers. They literally employ foxes to do their bidding. Hmm. Oh. So this was according to a folklorist. Um, and the general belief is that fox users were more common. And a phrase I kept coming across was people who have foxes, which kind of sounds funny. It sounds like they have a chicken pox or something. But, um, so the Kitsune Mochi, Kitsune Mochi is uh, solitary and they get their foxes by feeding a fox their favorite foods. And there's foods that foxes like uh, a lot of tofu. They love tofu, soft tofu. They love fried tofu. They love red bean rice. Uh, coincidentally, these are all my favorite foods. So I'm kind of like, cool. Tofu is one of your favorite foods. I love soft tofu. Oh my God. Like you ever just had soaked tofu? Well, you can put stuff on it. You ever had good silken tofu? I thought foxes ate meat. I'm like not these ones. Yeah. So that's a good way to tell Kitsune. Yeah, they're not fox. They do eat meat, but these are their favorite foods, and they love that inari zushi. Tofu doesn't taste like anything. It's it it it's the flavors that it takes from other things. 
Anyways, so tofu is only good if you put good stuff on it. Yeah. That's what Sadie said. But there is a, a, a traditional serving of tofu that is like, it's just like a block of the silken stuff. It's Can like pudding. Can you stomach growling? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, and Inari, one of their favorite foods is Inari Zushi, which Inari is the name of the god that they kind of like descended from. And that's why it's called Sorry, that. what's it called? Inari Sushi? Inari Zushi. Oh, that she said sushi. I drove past this place called Daddy's Auto uh-huh. Shop, and it was spelled with a Z. And I was like, "Get me out of this neighborhood." Well, this is Inari Zushi, and the skin around it—it's rice packed, sweeter rice packed into like a fried tofu skin. It's a little bit sweet, actually, and that's one of their favorite foods. So it's named after them, pretty much. Um, so you feed that until it makes a deal with you. You feed it its favorite foods until it finally, you know, is like, hey, I'll help you out. Why so, would it help you out? Because you're feeding you it. But favorite fucking food. Right, but if you just keep giving it food, it just will never have to do anything. It wants to because we'll get into it later, okay. but it's they're not super benevolent creatures, this type of fox that makes a deal with you. So then there's Sukimono Suji, which is people who... They are hereditary witches. So this means that somebody in your family made a deal with a fox and it it stays in your family forever. Kind of like a banshee. Yeah, actually, a lot like a banshee. But the fox stays in your family and it actually sort of curses you because families... uh, We'll get into it. Kind of like the devil. Yeah. Well, the problem is when you make a deal with a fox, you're making a deal with the fox for you and all of your ancestors for a long time until something happens. So basically, think about what you're doing and how it affect the people yeah. around you. Think about your ancestors. Don't just think about you affecting your day-to-day life. You're ruining the life of your ancestors, too. So that's your anxiety-inducing thought of the day. You're a curse upon your ancestors. But that's only if you make a deal with I mean, kitsune. Yeah. So, sukimono are yokai that invade human bodies. So, a sukimono suji is somebody who has been possessed by, at some point in their hereditary line, they're a yokai, usually a kitsune in this case, has possessed them based on revenge or greed. And usually when they possess humans, it's because either the human did something to anger them, like killed their cubs or something, or it just wants something. And it can be as simple as I wanted to eat a treat. So I possess human so I could eat this treat. Hmm. This food I never get. So they're very motivated by food. Food's a big thing in like yokai. There's offerings. So if I was a mythical animal, I would be a kitsune. Yeah, you would love the qua. You yeah. possess humans so you can drink. Mm, no, it would be definitely um, sugary desserts. Yeah. For sure. You might be a kitsune. The, briefly, the other couple types of possessions that you can get, uh, a tanuki, which is like a raccoon god kind of dog thing. It's not a raccoon. It's a raccoon dog. It's different. Uh, they possess someone and they will overeat until death. A horse demon. That's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tanuki. A horse demon, which could possess you and make you ill-mannered that's me or a kappa who would make you crave water and cucumbers and actually that was me the other day because i ate an entire cucumber which doesn't sound that bad there's a lot of cucumber that's like six calories 
but it was all, one of those like two foot long ones and I ate all of it and I was like I'm I can taste cucumber right now after did I ate it. Did you put anything on it? Did you dip it in anything? Hummus. Okay. It's freaking good. That's even more calories. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of calories. Just wow, six calories. <laughs> so there is act so this is a phenomenon called Kitsune Suki, which is actually was categorized as a mental illness or well not necessarily a mental illness an affliction that would it, it was up until i think the 1960s this was a thing that people believed was actually an illness that could occur so that means when you get possessed by a kitsune and it would make you feel short of breath you'd have phantom pain a strange voice uh sometimes epileptic fits uh, an urge to be naked in public sometimes, a lump on the skin that moves around and cannot be, like, removed. One uh, is not like the others. Yeah. A craving of foods that are favored by foxes and a lot of it. So, for example, going and eating, like, a multiple. Ton of tofu. Yeah, you would just be chowing down on it. Or if there's a fox who hates tofu. That wouldn't, I feel like that'd be sad because that's what they like. But it's like his least favorite. He's like, not all foxes. The kitsune that hated tofu. So it's That's what our story's about. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the movie. <laughs> he can't be one. He hates tofu. So it's a lot similar to Western demonic possession, actually. It's like the strange voices that can be compared to talking in tongues. Um... Saying things that they didn't know, pretty much. Usually afflicted on poor women who are superstitious. So that's, get from that what you will. It's a pretty interesting target because it kind of implies that, like, it's people who might not have the most attention or resources for their mental, you know, like, illnesses or mental health. And it enters through the fingernails or the chest. That's, it go, goes in. Sorry, like, fingernails? Or the chest? Yeah. That's where it enters your body. And sometimes it can be sent by those fox users we talked about, the Kitsune Sukai. Uh, and sometimes it can be an extortion racket. So I was Kitsune Moshi. That is, there's, there's different types. Oh. So sometimes it can be an extortion tactic. So uh, uh, someone could send the Kitsune and to afflict you and then they would come by and claim to be an exorcist and get rid of it but they're actually the one that sent it so they can call it off and get a lot of that's money smart. for it exactly I would do that that's a good business idea very clever be part of our movie the kitsune and the humans that they associated with there's a lot of like sneaky people and that's because the foxes themselves they're kind of sneaky so that's like a reoccurring theme the way to get one, and maybe you guys will be interested in this, it is called the Izuna Rite. Well, I you was just going to say, I love that all of Sadie's topics have a recipe. <laughs> we got the hand of God. Now we got a kitsune. So, guys, if you want a kitsune, <laughs> this is what you do. You find a pregnant fox, you feed it, and you tame it. Already a regular very, fox. Already very sick. A regular fox. Yeah. Okay, but it's you pregnant. Has take, to be pregnant. Yeah, it has to be pregnant. You take care of her. You feed her. You tame Can her. Can you get Shut a non-pregnant fox? Get her pregnant. 
I don't like the sound oh, of that. We're weird. skipping over that. Okay. Um, you take care of her cubs once she has them. She will then, out of thanks, ask you to name one of them. And that cub is your familiar now. Is your what? Familiar. Familiar. That's a little witch animal thing. But how is it you. a kitsune? That's a kitsune. That is a kitsune that would be make you a kitsune mochi. But it's just a regular fox baby. No, it's a kitsune. All foxes are kitsune. All in Japan. foxes. Yes. Oh. What? No, yeah, it is. I miss. I thought part. certain foxes were kitsune. No, they're all kitsune. So if a fox lives for a hundred years, it gets an extra tail. Yeah. How come I've never seen one though? Because they don't live that long. They don't want you to see them. Okay. So. One of the hallmarks of somebody who has acquired a kitsune is that they suddenly become very rich and fortunate. Does that mean fox breeders just, like, have a lot of kitsune, like an army? Boy, I will tell you, because it gets wild. Um, It taints your entire family line once you have this fox. Um, Your family, again, becomes... It sounds more like a punishment than a thanks. It kind of is. This is why you don't deal with foxes. Your entire family becomes a Tsukimonosuji, which is translated as a witch clan. Which is a very bad thing to be, in a way. Um, So there was actually active discrimination, even today, but most a lot of, like... uh, bad feelings and they were considered people from these families were considered undesirable for marriage or business until a 1960 law was put into place that means that people were being bitches to these these families until 1960 and there still are because you know the law doesn't stop anyway it's like god damn it if our great 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 aunt didn't rescue that goddamn fox we would and that's how we the, could be billionaires. The thinking kind of goes. Um, houses were burned down because of this. If you were considered a family that had a fox in its lineage or foxes, as we'll find out, they would literally do anything to get you out of town. There's a group of people called Burakumen, which is like an outcast peasant kind of group that were always considered to be fox holders. They had foxes. And... Those people were often people who had a stigma with death, like undertakers, butchers, uh, executioners, those kind of people. Those were automatically Barakumen and thus had foxes. Um, And they were often the target of discrimination. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. So in order to get rid of a fox, we're, we're getting we're getting there. A lot of times, people who were had had kitsune suki, which is the affliction of being possessed by one, would be burned or beaten by their family and friends because nobody likes fox possessed people. And they then would call in a priest, pretty much one of the special priests that does exorcisms to get it out of them. And they might be beaten more after that. They don't know. After the exorcisms, they would often hate tofu and the other fox foods. And that person actually still really loved tofu, but they're just like pretending. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I hate tofu. Get get yeah. away from well, me. Well, a lot of Stop times if they were eating food. a bunch of it, it's kind of like one of those things where you eat so much of one food that you're like, I'm I'm sick of it. it. There was a lot of ostracization. It was almost as bad as if you had become somebody who willingly got a fox if you got possessed by one you were kind of like 
looked down upon a little bit. Uh, it was a common diagnosis until the early 20th century. So this wow. was like a normal thing. Uh, people would be like, oh, you have Kitsune Suki. And there was a famous cult called Om Shinrikyo, which was very violent or well, they they ended up doing not very violent. I take that back. They did bad stuff. They were considered to be afflicted with Kitsune Suki too. That was the explanation for their behavior in the cult. It was it's now an actual syndrome, and it's similar to something called clinical lycanthropy, which is the belief that you're a werewolf and you believe to be possessed by a kitsune and you have cravings for rice, red beans, listlessness, and aversion to eye contact, all things that I exhibit. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're looking into my eyes right now, Sadie. So I'm like you doing make some strong eye contact. I'm also like half blind, so sometimes I have no idea where I'm looking. So my little theory about this, though, was that so in a time when maybe especially since a lot of the people afflicted were women at a time where maybe you didn't have the freedom to have a mental breakdown like nowadays if you have a mental breakdown you can say like yo sorry i literally just freaked had out a mental breakdown i think it kind of gave them an excuse like i was possessed yeah and because the actions that like I read a couple cases like patient cases and it was like this woman would go to like another house and like end up in their bedroom and stuff and I think she was literally just probably really stressed or lonely and she hated her husband and also she was being abused what are you gonna do you might as well be possessed by a kitsune and be like I am so sorry I don't know what came over me and kitsune suki had a cure versus mental health which is something you have to work on the priest tells you you're cured and you can go about your normal life it's a very powerful psychosomatic beating though sometimes sometimes it was later on i think the beating was less common and it was more like probably so their priests were more like therapists sometimes and they would kind of like investigate like well why are you feeling this and they'd be like ah it's you know it's a kitsune I, i see now Uh, that's what's happening so I'm gonna sprinkle water on them or whatever and suddenly they're fine again and I think that's pretty like powerful like psychology where it's like you're okay because I say you're okay okay Mm -hmm. I can do this the priest said I'm okay he got the demon out I'm good now very like I don't know it's a tension yeah it's something that helps them so that was my like what I got from that kind of the one other little thing I want to talk about is the Hoshinotama, which is called, translated into star ball. And this is uh, a little shining ball that Kitsune keep in their mouth or on their tail, and it holds their power while they shapeshift. So if you get the ball, you might be able to strike a deal with the fox. You mm-hmm. sound like you want to say something. That is what happened in the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> If they, gonna say that. <laughs> if they are separated from the ball, they will die. Yeah. Too for too long. Not not. So I also have this little little like that also happened in Vampire in Vampire Diaries. Okay. So not the show. The show had nothing to do with Kitsune. I found this interesting. There's a book. Obviously, there's a ton of books about this, but this book, um, you were talking about an army of foxes so there's different types of little foxes the invisible fox 
belongs to the household once it attaches them to the person. But if the a daughter of that household marries, the fox follows the bride and he attaches his fam his his type of little family into all of the families related by marriage or kinship with the husband's family. So that's a lot of people. Every fox has a family of 75. That's it. That's the exact number. And they all must be fed. So That's a lot of tofu. Well, here's... They, they don't always eat tofu. They also eat rice. It's just their um, favorite food. Yeah. They eat very little individually, but the reason why it's considered unlucky to have foxes is because if they're 75, no matter how little they eat, that's still a lot. So the Kitsune Mochi has to feed their foxes uh, regularly, and they always eat before the humans. All 75 have to eat before the humans. So as soon as you make your rice, the Kitsune Mochi would tap loudly on the side of the, the rice pot and uncover it. The foxes would rise up through the floor, and they don't make any noise, and you can't really see them eating it, but the rice slowly goes away. So that is why... Be having foxes was considered kind of unlucky because not only would they eat all your food, but um, they are said to ruin crops and farms. So if your farm or land was considered infested by kitsune, it was you couldn't sell it for a decent price because everyone was scared they might ruin the crop. Foxes also don't have a moral code, so they're not very trustworthy. So even if you have one and you fed it and you did all the things that you the Izuna right or you got it, it's not really like a promise that it will never betray you because if any of your ancestors, your dumbass ancestors, do anything wrong to it, it'll turn on you and it'll take all of its 75 little little babies and take all your stuff too so any gifts that the the foxes bring because they bring prosperity they'll take it so you have a bunch of money at some point and then you know you do something to piss the fox off and then it takes everything back so now you're foxed and you're poor everything that the fox gives you is stolen so any any riches that it's given you took it from someone else it could be your neighbor so they would cause trouble like they'd steal your neighbor's like bag with money put it on your doorstep guess what the neighbor's gonna see that and be angry at you they also have a tendency to hear what you say like gossiping in private and then they'll go and tell someone so if you say that you hate your neighbor or whatever um it'll go run over there possess him and then say like this person my master so-and-so said this about you and now i'm gonna get revenge so it's like something that you didn't really mean to do right and these things are little hell spawns yeah they're they're this here's is our movie idea the 75th kitsune is the run he doesn't want to be involved in this bad stuff so he possesses a human to try to get away from his family but they try to track him down that's actually half decent. You know, I can see potential. Um, yeah, so pretty much don't, they weren't great to have. Uh, the, the pitfalls outweigh the benefits unless, I don't know, you had the favor of the good ones, I guess. Uh, I didn't really hear a lot about the good ones sticking around, though. I think they're good so they don't make deals like that. And that's the other thing. There's a rule with the Fae and it's a rule with Yokai usually. The good ones won't necessarily, won't usually make deals with you like that. 
there's something to be gained if they're being like, well, I'll help you out for nothing. Yeah. Every gift that the fox gives is so even if they do give you a sincere gift, like there's a couple stories of like saving them and stuff. A lot of times half of their gift will turn into grass. So, for example, a guy saved one one night and a girl showed up at his door at that night and she said, I want to give you these coins. By the morning, one of the coins had turned into a piece of grass. And then they also trick you. There was a tofu stall owner who um, he was feeding someone every day and he he saw a tail one day and he's like, this is a kitsune. I got to. And the kitsune said, I'm sorry, I'm not here to give you any gifts. I just want you to know there will be a fire tomorrow. And I want to tell you that if you, I'm going to save your shop. So if you leave your door open, I'll save it. Leave it open tonight. Now I'll save everything. Batman was robbed blind and (laughs) there was no fire. So they're sneaky. I don't know if that was actually that there's a lot of kitsune impersonators too. Mm. people taking advantage of that. So it's, it's hit or miss. But yeah, so I wasn't expecting us to have that many cool, like fun little stories and stuff. And I also didn't realize there was a whole like mental health condition based on this. Or that the Vampire Diaries covered it. So, well, now we know that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure in the story, though, too, another way to kill them. And that's why I was like, I don't know. How do you kill them? And I don't know if you came across this because the whole ball thing was one of them. But another way, supposedly, is you find their original tail and cut it off. I didn't hear that. And I don't know Maybe if that was just made up for that story. It might be, but I mean, it sounds kind of accurate. A lot of times, destruction of the original object is. By no way am I saying anybody should read The Vampire Diaries. Uh, primary a- source was Vampire Diaries. <laughs> It was a terrible series. Tonight we're plugging Vampire Diaries. <laughs> we plug a lot of good things. Let's plug something terrible. So, what do you what do you guys think about Kitsune? Good. Would you make a deal with one or not? Hell no. No, I don't no? like foxes anymore. I, I at first I was into it, and then you told me that they curse you. I thought like when you made a deal, they were like your friend, kind of, but they're not apparently. No, and I'm not into it. But our story about them coming to the CW probably because they buy everything. CW coming soon. <laughs> Starring Hilary Duff. Wait, she's not a new. She's going back person. to Lizzie McGuire. Wow. And we're getting an Asian Lizzie, cast. Lizzie McGuire meets the Kitsune. Huh. Oh, yeah. They're making a Lizzie McGuire. Reboot. Really? And yeah. she's Lizzie McGuire? Obviously. She her as an adult. Be. So she's going to be the mom. Elizabeth McGuire. Oh, no. Like, I don't know if... Liz I, McGuire. I yeah. think they're doing, like, her career. No one wants to watch... No one wants to watch... People grow well, up. Well, apparently somebody does because it's going to be a series on Disney+. They Plus. have no original ideas. Yeah, they want money. They did the That's a Raven spinoff or new series with That's a Raven's child is now a psychic. You want to know how? Yeah. You want to know how this one person said Kitsune die? Huh. The children. Because now more and more folk beliefs are being pushed away they're not relevant anymore these goddamn millennials it was very poetic it was like the millennials killed the kitsune (laughs) kitsune kitsune they've ruined the diamond industry restaurants avocados fabric softener now it was fucking kitsune yeah 
Applebee's. These millennials need to be stopped. I will say, uh, I do know that like old old religions are like a big concern because a lot of these like little temples and stuff are being abandoned. And then they're also having a big problem with funeral rites. And people nowadays, nobody wants to deal with complicated old funeral rites. So. It's called progress. Yeah. Everyone, let's send it. Thank you for listening. Don't make deals with foxes unless you're into an army of foxes haunting your family forever. Yeah, that's our moral here. Please check out our Instagram. Yeah, talk to us at the Midnight Bells. What do you think? Do you want a kitsune? (laughs) Yeah, would you you make a deal? Tell us in the comments. And will you read the Vampire Diaries? Good, Jessica. Heart. Good evening.